Clermont Northeastern District Download. Thanks for checking out this episode of the District Download. This week, we sit down over at the elementary, learn about standards-based report card grading and what families can expect and where to get their questions answered if they have any. Hope it helps you guys understand a little bit more about it. Enjoy. All right. Hey, thanks for joining the District Download today. I've got Ms. Kehoe over at the elementary with me. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, there's two reasons you're going to be on here today, but... Uh, Let's just start with the first one. We're going to talk about standards-based report cards today, right? Yes, exactly. So hopefully the people who are listening to this are on the edge of their seats. This is <laughs> this is uh, big-time stuff. However, it is really important to kind of sit down and, and give a lengthy explanation for people to really understand why the switch, right? Yes, exactly. We want our parents to understand about the switch and, and how it affects them and how it's going to positively affect their kiddos. Okay, so... For because, you know, I have kids in that building, too, so it's good for me to hear this information and I can ask questions. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've not been a part of the whole process, so it's going to be nice to just talk more about what it offers. So what's what um, what would you even say the, the normal report card we have now offers families? So the normal report card now, depending on what grade your child is in, offers some information to you as far as how your child's progressing in math. And we refer to it as ELA, English language arts. So that encompasses what we think of as reading um, and science and social studies. So in K and one, it, it is sort of a standards based. You get a, a letter that represents how your child's doing. And then as they move into second grade, they actually get a letter grade, the traditional ABCD that we're used to, to show um, an average score of how they have performed on assessments and classwork and things of that nature. Okay. And so, so a parent who's listening to this and has a, let's say a third grader mm -hmm. has seen kind of both versions of that. They've seen a kindergarten report card and now they're at a third grade level and they've seen a couple rounds of a, uh, a traditional report card. Right. But what, um, what advantages of there is for the, the district as well as the parent to see a standards-based report card in upper grades? So it's really exciting to have a standards-based report card coming to two starting next year and then uh, third grade and up the following year. But the advantage is it shows how your child is progressing towards a standard. Of course, we have adopted the Ohio Learning Standards for uh, our students, and that guides the instruction that our teachers give. So by having a standards-based report card, when you look at it, you'll see the specific standard that has been assessed that quarter, and you will see a mark as to how your child is progressing toward that specific standard. So rather than just one math letter grade, you're going to see perhaps something about time and money. And you may see my child's doing great with time and money, but they're struggling maybe with multiplication or with word problems. So it really gives a more specific look into how your child is progressing in the individual areas within a larger subject area. So instead of just giving an overall average, like I have a B student, I would know more diagnostically that my kid can tell time with the best of them, but can't count money. And that's something I need to focus on in my home. Exactly. Yeah. And it actually really guides parents um, to know what specifically to do at home. We have great parents who constantly are asking, what can I do with my child at home? And the report card we have right now doesn't necessarily give you a lot of direct guidance as to what you can do. But to your point, yes, this gives parents a perfect map as to what they can do at home on their own. So is the report card like linear? So would I expect that the, the standards-based report card gets filled in just from top to bottom with the standards that are expected to be covered? Or would it be 
some things not covered yet. Like, how does that look? So as far as for this first year, of course, we don't cover every single standard uh, every single quarter just for the, the sole purpose of time. So this year there will be a category and it will say not assessed, which just means that at this time in this quarter, we just haven't assessed that standard yet. So there won't be a, a number, uh, which is how we will assess students, a one, two or three, as far as if they're meeting the standard, if they're making progress or need a lot of support. So you'll just see an NA in that specific standard. And that just tells you as a parent, hey, this wasn't assessed this quarter. So look for that on the next report card. And so even... Even looking at it from the standpoint, I know there's been a lot of discussion nationally about what kids are learning and mm-hmm. and what uh, what teachers are teaching students. This kind of maps it out for everyone. Like there's no mystery. Here are the things that you know you need to be covering. Yes. And here's how well they're doing on it. So from the parent transparency standpoint, this covers our bases. Oh, yeah. That, you know, and that's a goal. I know as a district, we do our very best to be transparent. And this is just another step in that direction because we want our parents. We're all a team. And we want our parents to know this is exactly what we're teaching your child. This is exactly where they're at. This is what you can do. This is what we're doing. And and nobody leaves wondering. Right. And so why doesn't everyone do it? I guess it's a good question, right? Like, yeah, what are some of the things that that uh, keeps a district from wanting to go to this or why did it take us this long to look at something like this? Like, what are what is your take on something like that? So it's interesting that you bring that up. This is something that we wanted to do at the elementary for a few years. And um, of course, COVID got in the way here recently. But we have gotten to a point, I know, in our building and as a district where we are really data driven. So we kept saying everything we do is data driven. We look at data all the time. Like, why are we not showing this data on our report cards to our parents? And I think in the past, um, it's been the traditional report card has I guess I'll say it's easier. You know, you just grade a paper, you average it out. Here's their grade done. And now I feel like we're a lot more mindful about what that grade represents. It's not just one lump sum. There are so many individual pieces that go into it. So honestly, I think some of the holdup is just the time factor because this takes a lot of time to prepare up front. And as we go through all of our assessments, we're not just going to give one grade on a math test. There may be five or six standards um, assessed on that math test, and you have to pull all of those apart when inputting it into the report card. So I think just the work is is probably the holdup, but this is something that our building is united, and and we really felt strongly that we needed to, to get on board. Yeah, and, you know, I've, I've been able to see some of the standard-based report card stuff because we've just had meetings Mm-hmm. Um, at some point about them and then and looking them up in my own curiosity. But is there a way you could add like a, we can add a sample version of that to this podcast and we can put it uh, we can put it in the links below the description where uh, a parent might want to look at one or even see a video. Maybe you guys could explain one. Is that something we could look at doing? Yes, that's exactly what we want to do. The last thing we want is for anybody to feel overwhelmed with this change. This change is really needed and it's in the best interest of teachers and parents and students. Because really, especially for our older students, this will be coming down the pike for them in the next couple of years. You can sit down with your child and look at this and talk together about where their struggles are. And so we want parents to be informed. So we will put out a video with an explanation and samples. So there are no secrets with it. That's great. And I think what's what's really interesting is, you know, the more we've dug into data and the more we look at research, we realize that learning just is not so linear as like you were saying before, like this average thing out. Well, he's a B student. Mm hmm. And it's really hard to be diagnostic about a B when 
there could be some things that my child is excelling at mm-hmm. and could be very talented in a specific area. But even as a parent, when you look at the standards-based report card, so you're saying I can look at that and say, well, these things are so great about this. At least I can give some positive encouragement that it's not the end of the world if this is the area that you're struggling in. Right. Of course, you know, and, and probably for all of us, when we were in school with a traditional report card, you know, you came home and your parents said, you got a B or you got an A and you need to keep it up or step it up. And with this, it's really more about, like you said, these are your strengths and celebrating the strengths with your child and saying, hey, these are some things we need to work on, but this is going to make you overall a better math student or a better reading student. So it really is about identifying the areas of strength and then the areas that just need some refinement. Which I think is great, especially because there are times when, you know, with my own kiddos, when they get home, it's like, how was your day? It's such a broad statement. Right. When I can look at a standards-based report card and say, have you guys been working on, uh, like you said, money math or time or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. we can have these conversations or how was this specific skill or tell me how you guys have been working on it. Now it's actually those family engagement type ideas or those family dinners can really turn into conversational pieces based off of a report card. Sure. Yes, I totally agree. So what um, what else can we expect from this? So is there uh, like which report card are we going to see it on? Is it going to be right from the very beginning? Mm-hmm. What other information can parents be looking for as we end this year and ramp up for next year? So one of the things that we've talked about uh, within our building leadership team is, again, like that transparency piece. So like you suggested earlier, we'll put a video out with a sample and there will be a sample attachment. We've also agreed that it's very important for our kindergarten parents to see what the first grade report is going to look like, report card. So in their report card that they will get at the end of the year, if they are a current kindergarten or first grade student, they will have a sample of what next year's report card looks like, just so that every child that comes home, paper format, so that you know what to expect. And, and we have people all summer on campus that can answer questions um, because we'll hit the ground rolling day one. So that's the first piece is just making sure everybody knows that it will be starting day one. But then second of all, you know, we have parent teacher conferences and sometimes parents walk away from that and they don't have a whole lot of information. But this report card, we can lay it out in front of us and use it as a map to talk about together about what areas specifically Uh, Like we talked about earlier, what areas your child is doing really well in and what areas they need to improve in. So it really is just going to guide the discussion. And I think that parents will feel uh, much more educated about what what how their child's doing at school. Which I think is a great feeling. You know, it is hard to just look at that and be like, okay, we're good here Mm -hmm. on this thing. And so, you know, as a parent, you can look back and say, well, maybe I should have called sooner. My kid has a D or my kid has a C or I, I don't feel well about you know, I'm, I'm seeing this happen and now you can really pinpoint what that actual um, standard might be that they're not doing well on. And, and really this is kind of a piece too, is you don't always have to even conference to have a meeting or have a conversation. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I, that's a big, big piece to it. Sometimes as a parent, you're like, I'm just going to wait and meet here. But like, if, you know, my plea to everyone who listens to this is if you have a question about what's going on with your kid's education, just email the teacher Mm-hmm. Uh, set up a meeting, have a phone call, you know, and I think you guys are so available in so many different ways. Now this allows any of that confusion to be addressed as soon as someone might feel like that comes up. And I don't think this report card is any different, is it? No, I mean, I think what you just said is great. And that's what teachers want. You know, if you ask anybody, we no parents question is going to bother a teacher. We love it. 
Um, we love when parents are involved and take the initiative. And just even if even if it's a question about I don't understand that, like I don't understand what the standard means. I don't even know how to help my kid with this read and comprehend. I don't even understand what I can do at home. We love those kind of questions. And we have so many resources that we can send home for help. Awesome. And I think this is this is a great step in the right direction. And so you said it's 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 a K-1-2 next year. Yes, K-1-2 next year. And then our third and fourth grade and fifth grade teachers will be working on uh, their standards-based report card to be implemented the following year. Awesome. Is that something that is going to be looked at on the farther grades? Do you see other middle schools or high schools that do anything like that at all? Or is that, I know is that, that it just is. an no, I know that it's it's been um, a discussion that we've had at the district level in the past, and I think it's definitely worth discussing in the future. I know there are districts across the country that even use them up through high school. That gets a little trickier with GPAs and things like that. Um, but but there's a lot of benefit to it of just students taking ownership, especially as they get into those older grades of their own learning, and they can go to the teacher themselves instead of waiting on their parents. And they can say, hey, I didn't do so hot in this particular area. What can I do? So I really think that it's something that we might see progress into our middle and high school. Maybe not, you know, in the next couple of years, but maybe in the future. Oh, that's great. You just kind of brought something up that is interesting. What about the parent? What do you say to the parent who loves the grade? Like, is there still a grade that goes with this? So, yeah, we understand that it, it'll be a difficult transition in the beginning. Um, because parents are so used to it and we can't blame them. I myself had the traditional report card. So the way that the report card will work for kindergarten, first and second grade, they'll all be the same, which is really nice too, because currently they don't look the same. So your child will either get, we're going to call them a performance indicator rather than a grade. So beside each standard that's assessed that quarter, they'll either have a one, two, or three. And those simply mean a three is their performance is meeting the standard. A two, they're approaching the standard. So almost, but not quite. And a one is below the standard and they just need a lot of teacher support and reteaching. Now, the thing about it is if your child has a one, we are doing that reteaching. We are doing that. We're giving your child support. That's just an area that you could say, oh, this is one that is not quite where it needs to be. And what we're hoping is over time throughout the quarters of the year that you see that one turn into a two. And then by the end of the year, it turns into a three. So my biggest plea to parents is to try not to equate the number to a letter. So try not to look at it and say, your child had a three, that's an A, because there's really no correlation between the letter grades and these performance indicators. They truly are meeting the standard, approaching the standard, or below the standard. And so you can see that that, that kid who had a one on the first quarter on a particular area, mm -hmm. you can actually look for growth, which is great, right? Yes, and Maybe that conversation in quarter three, if if my son's still struggling with he's earning a one or in the third quarter or getting ready to start the fourth quarter, those are real specific conversation that can be had at that point, which, like you were saying before, is way better than just saying, well, my gosh, he's a, he's a D student or she's a D student in, in um, reading or math or ELA, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. You can have that specific conversation. What it is, What is it about working on, um, you know, the subtraction that is causing my son or daughter to have such a struggle. Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They're going to be much more uh, specific conversations and it'll give us an opportunity to, I think we, I know we do a great job of putting interventions into place and this just helps the teachers um, and the, the team of people that meet to talk about kids just helps us put better interventions in place when we know specifically what the deficit area is.
Yeah, and I can even look at it from a standpoint of saying you're 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 a first grade teacher and you get a standards based report card on a kindergartner. Mm-hmm. It's way easier to see the information yourself without sitting down with that other teacher, every single kid. Right. You can look at where your kids are in your room based off of the standards they were taught the year before. Yes. So, okay, well, this is great information. And like we said, we'll, we'll take um, some information. We'll put it below. If anyone is listening to this, you can look below now um, into the um, description and there should be hopefully a sample version of the uh, standards based report card. We can put a video explanation. Um, and then who's the best person to talk to? Is it a grade level? Is it the principal? They may be the best person whose email I can put in here to direct. Yeah. I think for the, I think for the time being, Mrs. Schmidt is probably the best person for general questions and she can direct them down from there, whether they're just a general question or a grade specific, she can sort of uh, pass them along to the right people. Awesome. Now, will they still come in the mail or will they still come in with like a, like a one page uh, report card or these things get lengthier now? They're definitely going to be longer. It'll still be all on one page, but it will look longer. And that's going to be part of the adjustment too. Um, it's not going to okay. be just a quick AB, you know, AAA. It will be a little bit longer, but like I said, every standard's not assessed every quarter. And so really, if you just look for where those indicators are, then you can read the standard associated with it. Oh, that's awesome. So We'll have all that stuff below. And then I know you got to get going here in a minute. I appreciate your time. Sure. Um, if anyone has any questions, like we said, reach out. Mrs. Schmidt's email will be at the bottom of this podcast. Ms. Keogh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Sure. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Clermont Northeastern District Download.